When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Talk back time with Smithy. Call now 0800 150 811. 26 away from 10 o'clock here on SCNZ. Yeah, time for your calls. You can call through on 0800 150811. Caller of the month will win themselves an Oklahoma Joe's Black Jack Charcoal Kettle Grill thanks to Ava Living. So give us a bell. It's interesting to hear from Martin Gillingham, UK rugby commentator. He called the All Blacks versus England and the Springboks versus England. Uh, he doesn't rate England as a chance at the World Cup at all um, and thinks there's a very definite uh, possibility. Eddie Jones won't be coaching England after Christmas. Uh, your thoughts on that? And how would you feel about it if Scott Robertson ended up coaching England at the next Rugby World Cup? I mean, I would imagine that the uh, rugby union up there are looking at probably a short-term solution. I mean, if you're Scott Robertson, do you take it for a year? Just get them to the World Cup and and, and then reassess your options after that. That, That's a you're on a that's a no lose situation if you're Scott Robertson, isn't it? How good is it that following the success of the Black Ferns, you now have the likes of Stuart Barnes saying, "Hey, look what he did." Let's bring him over and, uh, to sort out all England's problems. Yeah, well, you're Wayne Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wayne Smith. Yeah, I so uh, I hope that they have deep pockets. As uh... they've got the deepest pockets in world rugby. Don't you worry about English <laughs> rugby union. You know, I mean, I was looking. You know how much it goes to a game at uh, a cost to go to a game at Twickenham? It's like about twelve hundred dollars to go to get a decent seat there. That's insane. And, I, and, and it's I eighty thousand people. Yeah, and I love the way that Martin Gillingham described it as a morgue leaving. Mm, yeah, that's right. He said it was like a football crowd, the way people were walking out early and you know, South Africa had a man sent off with 20 minutes to go in that game last time uh, it was only a week ago you know, England were lagging behind a Southern Hemisphere opponent who had a man binned and then uh, they came back into it and you know, got the draw in the last 10 minutes, so the fact that people were walking out, given that they had that recent history, suggests that their performance was pretty Ordinary. Uh, Mikey from Christchurch is called through on 0800 811. G'day, mate. How are you? Oh, g'day, Ricardo. Hey, love that you started the show off with Lemmy. That's, that's kicked off my day. That's awesome. Yeah, hey, it's, uh, uh, it's a great song, that, isn't it? It's <laughs> awesome. Hey, uh, if, if Scott Robertson went to England, I mean, NZR, you have only got himself to blame, right? Because um, apparently he didn't get the job because he didn't have international experience. And if international experience comes begging then he's kind of got to take the job, right? Yeah. Is, apparently it's only in the all-black job. So that would be horrible. That would be a real horrible feeling because what if England then were successful and they've got big coffers and they said, well, you know, stick around for another four years and then we lose them for maybe eight. Well, that would be a very, very desperate situation we find ourselves in. Yeah, 100%, Mikey. You know, And I, I think that it's something that 
as a as a real possibility because apparently you know when the All Blacks lost that first game in South Africa, he got the call. Get your team together. You've got you've got the job. We, we're sacking Foster, and then they they won the second yeah. game and they changed their mind. So he's been dicked around a bit uh, by by New Zealand rugby. It feels I, I I don't think you could blame him if, if he if he took the option. He certainly has, and and on the Wayne Smith thing, I mean he's been fairly public saying he doesn't want to take his experience overseas. However. <laughs> Again, the money on offer would be quite eye-watering, I, I feel. And uh, if that kind of IP went overseas, then we're really in trouble, big time. And I think, uh, I think, I think you're finding that the English board probably under some kind of pressure to um, change their. They've been fairly mediocre in their selections of like Eddie Jones said it after the first four years he wasn't going to continue on, but he did. Um, I think New Zealand at the moment are going a little bit backwards in terms of thinking and, and taking risks. Uh, we may we may find ourselves in a situation of our own making. Mm, yeah, I mean that that's yeah. that's a really good point. I mean, I the thing is, I've not been convinced by Ian Foster at all, and things have only really improved since Joe Schmidt um, and Jason Ryan have come in, who were both apparently going to be part of Scott Robertson's uh, backroom staff when he applied for the job. So, what do you do from there? I mean, if if the All Blacks win the World Cup next year, does Fozzie get an extension? Well, of course he will, because the NZRU don't take risks. So they'll go, yep, this is, this is the right path, so we have another four years of pain for the possibility of winning maybe two or three matches in the World Cup. But anyway, that's just, that's just my opinion. Yeah, good stuff, Mikey. Thanks for your call, bud. Thanks, what, what, what about um, Gatland? Uh, there's some talk that Gatland might uh, get out of his Chiefs contract to go back to Coach Wales. It looks like Wayne Pivak might be getting the axe. Um, and there was talk about Gatland maybe coaching England after the Lions. So, I mean, you know, he might have a couple of job offers. Yeah, look, he could do. And uh, I guess there's a risk of tarnishing his reputation. But in, in saying that, Wales are also in another desperate position. I mean, it's very interesting for world rugby, isn't it? Uh, you've got a couple of teams having having real head scratches around their coaches. Um, I mean, it leaves the World Cup wide open. But, you know, Wayne Gatlin's always um, gone to his own tune. So, yeah, good on if he does. Yeah, yeah, indeed. All right, good stuff, Mikey. Thanks for your call, bud. Thank you. Cheers. Bye. Cheers. 0800 150 811 is our number. 0800 150 811. Interesting that Stuart Barnes, of course, a celebrated uh, English broadcaster and former English First Five, as well as been calling for Wayne Smith, uh, now that he's out of the uh, the Black Ferns job, uh, to be considered as the next England coach. Uh, would Wayne Smith do it? I get the feeling he probably wouldn't, but then I suppose if you're Wayne Smith and the, the dollar signs are big enough, maybe you would consider one last payday. We'll have to see. I know that there's been in the past uh, some suggestions that uh, he wouldn't be interested in coaching England, and I don't know uh, where that where that's come from, but that's things that I've been told. So uh, we'll have to see. Uh, keen to get your thoughts on that, though, and uh, the situation that Martin was talking about at the World Cup as well, with the way the draw's been done: New Zealand, South Africa, France, and Ireland all on one side of the draw. Uh, England have got Wales and. Uh, the Australians on their side of the draw, but really those are the those are the only teams that we, you would think would threaten a final. I think the crossover in the draw happens at semi-final stage. So, yeah, only two of Ireland, France, South Africa, and New Zealand will make the semi-finals. Um, 
it'll be interesting to see which way that goes and when the crossover happens, how it looks. But yeah, apparently, uh, New Zealand South Africa is still a possibility uh, at that uh, World Cup. Uh, keen to get your thoughts on uh, the draw. Also, the World Cup, uh, nine minutes left of normal time between Uruguay and Portugal. Currently 1-0 to Portugal. Cristiano Ronaldo currently being substituted. He has scored Portugal's uh, w- well goal that has put them in the lead. Well, has he? It's hard to see. Bruno Fernandes puts in a cross. And Cristiano Ronaldo goes up for a header. He's claimed it, but I don't know if it touches him. Uh, is it a Fernandez goal or is it a Cristiano Ronaldo goal? Uh, yeah, it's interesting. We'll have to see. Um, no doubt the uh, the goals committee will come out on that one. Um, okay, uh, they're saying Bruno, apparently, saying he didn't get a touch, so it's a Bruno Fernandez goal. Uh, this text has come through. Uh, good morning, Ricardo. I'm not a soccer follower, but don't mind a punt on it uh, during World Cup time. A couple of questions for you. Um, numbers say two, nine, ten. Are they positions like first five wing and fullback? Well, that's an uh, interesting question because at this World Cup, everybody there's 26 players per squad, so they have numbers one to 26. So you get given a number uh, pre the tournament kicking off, and that's your your number regardless of whether you start or you're on the bench, etc. Traditionally, number two is a fullback. Number nine is uh, the lead striker, and number 10 is the creative playmaker, if you like, traditionally. But that doesn't necessarily mean that that's kind of what they mean now because uh, of the way that the numbers are given out to the squads. Uh, Brendan goes on to say, also, I tried to watch a game or two, but what's with the diving? Like they've been shot by a sniper when nothing happened at all, really. And why don't the refs send them off for the way they talk to them? I'd love to see all refs like Nigel Owen no back-talking abuse going on There's uh, there. It's very hard to watch. Well, yeah, Brendan, if you don't watch a lot of football, uh, maybe it does stand out, but if you do watch a lot of football, it happens all the time, mate. Um, I do believe that, that the respect for the referees is something that they are working on. It's it's certainly better than it was. Um, not That's not to say it's, uh, it's where it should be, but it's different from rugby because the... In rugby, obviously, only the captains uh, can talk to the referees. In football, anybody can talk to the referee. And uh, it's up to the referee kind of how that chat goes and what they will take and what they won't take. Um, I think a lot of the English referees tend to be pretty pretty hard-nosed. And they kind of speak to the players similarly as the players speak to them, from what I understand it. Um, And in terms of the diving, well, FIFA did bring in, uh, you know, yellow card if it's it's an out-and-out dive. Uh, That was a few years ago. That seems to have gone by the by. because now with VAR, you know, you can definitely tell if somebody has taken a dive. I would love to see them bring it in that if you go to VAR for something and go, hang on, that's not a foul. In fact, there's no contact at all that the guy gets a card. I'd love to see that doesn't happen at the moment. Um, and that's just the way football is, unfortunately. Uh, Graham is with us. G'day, mate. How are you? Hey, Ricardo. How you doing, brother? Yeah, good, mate. Good. How's, uh, how, how's things in Northland? Oh, well, I'm formerly from Northland. I'm down in Marlborough now, but uh, yeah. But I'm actually going up next week to see my mum back up in Northland. So, yeah, I'll, I'll let you know next week how I'm doing in Northland, mate. Okay, mate. Well, sorry, I wasn't because it says on your says on the ticket here Marlborough slash Northland, but I wasn't sure which way around it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm from Northland originally, but I live in Marlborough. But uh, yeah, my my, parent, my mum's still up there, so we're rocking back to see what's happening up there. Poor old thing. She's getting on a bit. But anyway, um, I hope Eddie Jones stays with England, actually, because the beautiful Scotland have won the Calcutta Cup two years in a row. It'd be lovely to beat England twice, uh, three times in a row. I don't really care what happens to English rugby, to, to be honest. 
I hope Scott Robertson doesn't take the position, but but you wouldn't blame him. And uh, same with Warren Gatlin. Well, you wouldn't blame him because yeah, you know you'd you'd be on a million plus salary, so why not? But I hope you don't lose Scott Robertson. I think it it would it would be sad for New Zealand if, if something like that happened. Yeah, uh, I but th- I think it's probably going. I think it's probably going to, which is you know all the things I'm you hear is you know, Leon's Leon's probably ahead of Scott at the moment and. We all know how Scotty towed up the teams that Leon's been coaching lately, so it doesn't look too good, to be fair. But Yeah, I mean, what are you basing yeah. that on? Are you basing that on that uh, Scott Robertson coached the Barbars and Leon got the All Black 15? Yeah, and then the Super Final. You know, they made a mess of the Blues. Leon was coaching there. But I'm just, I just think that New Zealand rugby, you know, aren't fans of, a huge fan of Scott Robertson just because of the he's just so cool, mate. You know the guy's just a, you know he's just he's just a he he he's just himself. You ask him a question, he gives an honest answer. You know a lot of coaches they ask them a question, they give an answer that you know they want they think they want you to hear. He's just his own man, and I'm not sure if that sort of go fits too well with the rugby union, and you know in my view, but yeah. Who knows what's going to happen? But I hope he's—I hope he gets the All Black job sooner rather than later. But you know, for him to be offered the job and then they win the game the next week and then he says, "Oh," and then they pull the offer from the table. That shows you what a mess the rugby union is, in, doesn't it? Yeah. If that story is true, and if you know, you're not the first person to say that. There's staff said it, Smithy said it, Mike Hosking said it. So you know, it's obviously happened. <laughs> Well, yeah. it's not often I believe anything Mike Hosking says, but you might be onto something there if uh, it's backed up by a few <laughs> other people, Graham. Good stuff, mate. Hey, listen, thanks very much for your call. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Hopefully they've found a way to keep Razor in the country and part of the uh, New Zealand rugby setup.